Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to positively impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we are all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media, and I'm grateful you're here. Hello. Okay. So today we're talking about some things that I utilize, not only in my personal and professional life, but in every aspect. So like, I know time is of the essence. And a lot of times we'll complain about not having time. So if you've been already tired of me saying the word time, I want you to know today is going to be that topic. But what we're going to do is we're going to discuss different ways that we can actually simplify and organize ourselves and yes, this is my OCD talking, but that will help scale you to your goals and what that can look like and the opportunities that come from that. Because a lot of times we play small when really we can dream bigger and there's more out there. So how do we do this? Now, I am not the creator of this idea. I didn't organize it, but I do love it. I wish I knew who organized it so I could give credit here. If that is you, credit goes to you. But it is actually understanding that there are three steps to really organizing and structuring your life to give you that gift back. And that gift is the big T-I-M-E, which is time. And it starts with understanding how to automate, delegate, and eliminate. And if you are that person that's like, well, I am not a business owner, this is actually for you too. There's steps that we're going to touch in and kind of work on on how you can utilize these skills to bring you more balance in your life. Now, if you're going to look at automating, you can actually automate so many different things now. So for me, example, for my personal life, I have bill settings that are automated. I have certain structures that are automated within my email systems. I have like our phone automation responses. Remember when we used to have, you know, like this whole setup where people could only call us and we didn't have voicemail, but now we have voicemail and it's personalized for us. And then we give like a call to action, which is like, leave your name and number and I'll call you back. Like all these different things that automates our life from texts to different things too. Then we have automation in regards to like my dental appointments, optometry and everything in our personal life. I have it set up. So then I rebook when I'm there so we don't have to play that back and forth game. And then also I get reminders. So it organizes in my calendar and it's set up for me. My calendar is automated. So it set up all the different structures of what I need for that. Like automation is so amazing what you can do personally, but let's look at automation professionally. For my automation, I used to spend hours every week figuring out the back end work of my filing systems to everything from booking appointments and calling and everything like that. And what I ended up finding is 
emails would get lost and stuff would happen because I get hundreds of emails a week, if not thousands. And the idea is it's important to be able to go and weed out what is actually vitally responsive to now and what isn't. And so what I ended up doing is I purchased an actual opportunity for me to break my business down and it's an automation app. I use Acuity. There's so many different ones. There's Calendly and all these other great ones, but I personally resonated with Acuity. And in there, it has an opportunity where people can go through my services and purchase a service or whatever they want, whether it's like a clarity coach call to understand whether they want to work with me. And I've even set it up too for like on the back end. So my podcast guests, they get a special hidden link. And then in that, it allows them to go through my calendar and schedule themselves in. Why do I do that? Well, it breaks down that back and forth of like, does this time work for you? No, maybe this time, this time, this time. And then we're waiting. And by the time we get to it, something else is booked in. That happens so many times with my clients that they get frustrated with me. But this way, I give the ownership back to them. There's no pressure for me. I'm not, you know, pushing anything on them. You could even do like I've done online courses that way. I've done a variety of different really great things. And so what also happens is I've set it up now where it automatically links with my Google Calendar. It sets auto reminders, not only for me, but for my clients. So I don't have to follow up and call, nor do I. I have to use my virtual assistant or my assistant works it, it all automates that and then it makes it so it's a time saver because time is the most valuable thing again remember that's what we're trying to give you this gift back now why am i doing that because i know i've lost so much time trying to weed out all these essential things as a business owner to what i can do to help optimize my my opportunity in this life what i can do for value what i can bring what i can do to help make a change and i found i was losing time trying to figure out how to create time and so when i started understanding that there's these three bonuses automate delegate and eliminate I really dove into it and I'm not saying a little bit, I mean like full throttle. And if I find tips, I want to learn and share more. So you'll notice as we go through all the different podcast episodes, I want to give you the tidbits. I want to share the wealth and I want you to find ways that work for you. Now, what can you do with automating yourself? You can break that time restraint of getting back to and forth with clients. You can have it set up where you can even put in like, um, if somebody were to want to work with me one-on-one -on -one for coaching, I have it set up where they get a link to my contract. They get a PDF that breaks down what it looks like. They get all the information and it's got like my little disclaimer and everything too, because again, I'm not a doctor or a counselor. And so do not seek those medical advices for me. And the idea is it makes it so I don't have to say the same thing again and again. All of this is an opportunity for me to scale my time and work in a smarter, not harder way. And that's where I want to bring you guys. I want to share that. So personally and professionally, automating is saved so many hours in a week and it breaks it down into a fun kind of format of living that life authentically again, of just having more freedom. So now I've been able to bring in more structures for my personal life too, which we'll touch on in a second. But now we've talked about automation let's get to delegation. Okay. So like I am a mom of two. I have a husband who's a man child. Love you Dallas. If you ever listen to this, but you're a man child. And I also run a business and I have since I was 17 back in 2005. So I've been trying my work throughout this whole time to just bring a balance in my life. And if this sounds like you, you don't have to do it alone. You can actually delegate things. So what I found is the moment I actually started to break in what my creative zone of genius was, which is what I want you to identify. So like when I say that I I mean, what are you most passionate about? What do you do that, you know, goes towards moving the needle in your life, whether it's personally or professionally, that really makes you happy and, and you could do and talk about all day and people find you as like the value leader in it. So what are the things that you do that you really aren't passionate about? What do you, what do you dislike? And so that could even go into like 
click for groceries, like that click and pay, and then you just pick up and they bring it to your vehicle. You could save hours every week getting groceries doing that. That's another way that automates, but you're delegating that service to another format too. The other thing too is I hired a virtual assistant. So all the tasks that really just aren't my creative zone of genius, or they just take up too much time even, I, uh, I will actually delegate those out. And I'm grateful that I have an amazing one that works very well solo. And so I don't have to be hovering over. I just trust and she's doing fantastic. And so that's saves me a huge weight off my shoulders. The other thing too is through delegation. I had, before COVID hit, a cleaner that came every month. I'm still hoping I'm able to get her back. But the thing is, is with it, I just want to make sure that I can delegate to a person that actually enjoys what they do. They bring that energy into my home and it takes that stress off my shoulders. That is something I've been using. I've had a cleaner now for years. And it's just that little treat that I offer myself because I knew that when I started delegating and automating and eliminating things that I had to actually present it and actually live that life, not only just for my professional, but personal life too. And so the more time I had freed up for me, the more opportunities I have to create memories and everything too. So that's how I had to like value it. And there was guilt patterns that came up with like delegating certain sources that like being a stay-at-home mom or a mompreneur or whatever you want to call yourself. I know a lot of us, like I balance that stay-at-home mom life as an entrepreneur. And a lot of times it's not noticed by people, but I can't do it all and I shouldn't have to. And the other thing too is I'm a wife and a partner and I've had a career this whole time as well. It's just mine had to be more flexible for our children. And the fact that that tends to be a burden that lays on a lot of us and that word burden doesn't always resonate. So if that's not yours, change it out. But I want you to know like, you don't have to do those things. If you can find a way to optimize your time and create abundance in that and create an opportunity for you to use your creative zone of genius so it doesn't feel like work, but you're still creating you know, opportunities for other people where you're moving them away from pain or bringing them towards pleasure, you can then take that time and abundance that you're creating and then you can utilize what new time you would have from that automate, delegate, and eliminate and then pay for people to do these things like my virtual assistant, the cleaner to like even those additional services that add like a surcharge. So meal planning and prepping, that is amazing. You can have food delivered to your door, like fresh, like there's so many things that I'm finding out about and trying out and seeing what I like and like auto shipments. I actually Melaleuca. I was using them forever. And the idea is from it, I would then have an opportunity to continue to get discounts. And in those discounts, I would then have it set up where I have so many OCD moments where I want things that are organic. My dogs lick the floor, so I want cleaners that aren't going to hurt them. But I love the smell of bleach, but then there's toxins in it. And I have a friend that's actually going through cancer. And she had said that it was all the carcinogenic products and her cleaning things that created that. So I started researching even cleaning products. And I went down a rabbit hole and Mel Luca auto shipped to my door. I would have all of my products there, my kids shampoo and everything. But the best thing is, is they are so friendly for your family that that was something that I automated. And I really delegated that out to just like, Hey, what do we need? And like gum, like I got gum from them, like little things that just make life so much easier. So then I'm not hunting or searching or doing these things. They're like, is it aspartame free? Is there BPA? What are the chemicals that are in this? And we all hold a guilt in some form, but that was one thing that really made my life simpler is finding ways to really delegate tasks and automate those. Now, there's so many more things that we can touch on. And if you know certain hacks that you want to share with us, let me know because I will give you full credit. And I'm also always grateful to find more ways to optimize my time and share these hacks with other people because time is the most valuable asset. After losing my sister, there's nothing I wouldn't give to have more time with her. Like I love 
every memory I have, even the really shitty ones, guys, because I can't get that back. And if you've lost somebody, you know that feeling too. And that's when I didn't focus on money as being my biggest, you know, value ladder thing that I was reaching for. It was creating more time with my family. And that's where it brings me to the next thing. I actually had to look at ways to eliminate, eliminate the things that don't serve me, don't bring value that I've just been using as a form of distraction. And some of that came from eliminating television. I watched way too much television. So then I kind of gave myself a timeout. Then the other thing too was eliminating, you know, non-healthy habits. And that was like, okay, I would talk about meal planning and prepping, but then I wasn't actually utilizing it. So I actually created rules for myself. And if this doesn't sound like fun for you, don't do it. But I actually said like, no more talking, just do it. Like that Mel Robson, Mel Robson, not Mel Gibson, but Mel Brooks. Oh my God. No, he's a comedian. Oh my goodness. She does the books on five, five, four, three, two, one jump. Mel Robson. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, through that, she actually has this whole, you know, you count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and then no excuses. You jump. So when I'm like, okay, I got a meal plan. I just go five, four, three, two, one, jump into it. What do I need to do? What are the groceries that I need to get? Where can I get all these? And then I go through and like that process and I break it down and I make it happen. And so like, I laugh at myself, but old me would have been in limiting beliefs and fear structures of like actually creating an opportunity to move forward into different tasks. And now I'm like, okay, I know that I want to create some soup. I know that I want to make this happen and have meals for while we go camping. And I want it to be something delicious for these days. And I want to celebrate this moment. And so for example, guys, my podcast launched, I created a Turkey Tuesday and it was just a random Tuesday. I made a full Turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, all the extras. And then we had all those things and it was that five, four, three, two, one. Like I didn't think about it, create an excuse. Well, it's not a special occasion or like whatever limiting belief comes up. And then I was like, Hey, I've now created one meal into at least seven. And those seven meals for my family of four can actually carry us forward and I can freeze them. And not only that, but we have guests coming and that'll be a really cool thing to share with our guests too. So then I was able to break it into an opportunity and old us can get stuck in a pattern of like, well, you know, maybe, or like those kind of excuses. But when you eliminate that thought pattern, when you eliminate the non-needle moving action taking, when you actually eliminate the excuses, things happen. Things happen in a momentous ex- like explosion and it just keeps going forward. And I want that for you, but that only happens if you do it for yourself. So how do you get that out of your head? I want you to actually start to break out. What are your goals? What are your goals personally and professionally? And I do want you to separate the two. And then I want you to prioritize from those what they look like. Because a lot of times people will get stuck on just, I want to focus on business or I want to focus on personal, but you actually have to have an alignment in the both. And that's where business and balance can happen. Otherwise people will burn out. And I've been an entrepreneur now for over 15 years. I started my business when I was 17. I am 33. And so, oh, well, I'm not yet. I'm 33 in December. Dear Lord, my husband just turned 33. That number's in there. Anywho, I want you guys to know that as we grow, as we expand ourselves, you are always going to have an opportunity to grow or you get stagnant. And then Tony Robbins is really aggressive with this one, but he says, if you stop learning, it's, you get stagnant and you die. Like that's it. Like that's his optimum, I guess, outlook. But the idea is I believe that we have a choice and that choice stems in from whether we want to grow or whether we want to stay stagnant and the people who stay stagnant, you're comfortable, but you're not expanding. You're comfortable because you're familiar, but the more you get unfamiliar, the more you can get. And so I even had this conversation with a friend this morning. I had sent her an audible link for a book recommendation of one that I had listened to. And she's like, okay, well, thanks. But, um, I don't love audible because I can't like you know, keep the notes. And I was like, Oh, well, there's actually a cool thing where you can take the notes and, and you can actually 
bookmark it. And she's like, but I like to like write the notes out. I'm like, I, I do that too. I actually have a notes fo folder in my phone and I put it there and it, it like links to the cloud on my computer. And she's like, okay, well, apparently I should just have a flip phone because I don't utilize all of this. And I just sat there. I was like, again, it's just, I wanted to simplify and I wanted to declutter. I went on like a whole Marie Kondo, you know, kick and I watched her Netflix series. And then I literally was like, does this spark joy? If no, then I thank it. And I let it go with love. And like, that was this whole thing where we actually donated nine truckloads to value village and all these beautiful places to just help share that. Because I obviously was the hoarder. I thought it was my husband. It was me. So sorry, Dallas, if you are listening, but the idea is I know that we can have a process of automating delegating and eliminating. And at certain points, even in the Marie Kondo, I had to automate, you know, like what things were I purchasing that I was not even aware of on the automations. Like I have subscriptions and memberships to things that I'm not even using. So then I had to get rid of that and declutter that. And then on the delegating, I actually realized it shouldn't just be all on my shoulders for the house. Like my husband works, comes home. Yes. But I'm also working, raising kids, running a home, trying to run my business. I should have help. So then I started delegating tasks to my children and giving them a form of like, here's, you know, the carrot at the end of that dangle, you got to work for your allowance and here's opportunities for you to learn work ethic. And it started to really pay off. Now they're like, Hey, I want to save up for this. What do I need to do to earn some extra? And it's just like, yes, they're kids and yes, they have a balance. But the thing is, is I don't want to raise an enabled sense. I want to create an opportunity for them to understand how to do these tasks too. So then I even teach them about eliminating, automating, they haven't figured out, they're still really young, but delegating and really figuring all of those aspects. So even on the eliminating, eliminating clutter, eliminate things that aren't serving you that cause anxiety. How many of you knew that feng shui actually is a real thing that energetically aligns with where you have things placed to where a mirror can be in that alignment to even how it can suit you on reducing anxiety. So if you notice the minimalistic look, if you look at stock photos, the reason that is so popular to have like a simple white background with like a cactus and a computer is because it's very feng shui and it's very healing and calming because it's decluttered. So even that elimination can be physical elimination to eliminating of tasks completely that don't serve you to all those different things. And here's one thing that might be a touchy subject, but I've actually eliminated friendships and relationships that were very toxic, one-sided, and were hurtful for me or my family. Because the idea is we have to be able to understand that if you don't value you and you allow people to take advantage, that's the message you're setting forward for others. And I was that doormat for many over the years. And I had to realize that through eliminating these relationships, I didn't cut them off completely. I gave them an opportunity to rise and join me or I'm just, I'm out. I'm not a doormat. I'm not rude. I don't wish you well. Like, I don't wish you ill. I still wish you well. And I want you all to succeed, but I don't need to be hurt in that friendship that would continue to just drain me. And so that's something that I've started to realize through counseling. When I was in high school, I became a peer counselor and I started to realize like, what are good relationships and healthy ones to ones that were one-sided and hurtful and ones that were very much more in it for themselves. And so I actually, since then have started to really kind of do like a pros and cons list of things in life that really move the needle, serve me on a higher scale, bring value and allow me to bring value to them because I believe in reciprocity. I believe in equal energy exchanges. And I believe that since we all have a mission, a miss, oh, a mission, and it is our 
purpose in this life to really set that forward, it only happens if we actually scale ourselves to being able to receive it. And if you are still living in a minimal mindset of, I don't have time, I'm not worthy, I can't do that, or blocks on some form, whether it's abundance to value, you are holding yourself back. But if you start to receive these opportunities that saying like, I can give this more, I can do more, I can you know, make more and through making more, I can give more back to the community. It changes your mindset and it removes that upper barrier limit. Like it removes those you know, structures that we set forward on, just even your value on what you can do in this life. A lot of times we'll say like, I'm just, don't ever put that word just in front of you. Whether you're a mom, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a wife, whether you're uh, living the corporate, whatever, you are not just anything. You are multiple faceted. And I love what Marie Forleo says. She has this book. It's called uh, Everything is Figureoutable. I read it, binged it, loved it. And what she put in there was just understanding like everything is figureoutable. But a lot of times people will say like the niches are in, like the riches are in the niches. And when you get into that, yes, when you're marketing. But do you, as an entrepreneur or a person, have to be stuck in one niche for the rest of your life and that is all you are capable of doing? Hell no. And so I love what she said, but she said that you can actually be a multi-passionate entrepreneur and she kind of gave herself permission for it because it was unheard of at that time and she gives you permission to too. And I want to just reverberate that. That was a Marie Forleo. Again, everything is figureoutable. Plug to her book. I get no affiliation on that. But the idea is when we do this, when we change what we're capable of, what we can do, and understanding our purpose and our value, you got to look at what is moving the needle, what is holding you back, and then go through those processes of like automating, delegating, and eliminating. And if it doesn't serve you, and if it's not bringing value to you and your family, don't carry it. It's a burden that's unwarranted. And the other thing that I found too, is this even ties into emotional attachments. I always try and look at every aspect of my life, like on a mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional levels. What am I carrying? What can I remove? And so I've actually created processes where I'll actually have a negative thought pattern because things will happen and we all have an ego. And when that pops up, I'll quickly automate it out where I'll be like, nope, cancel, like cancel, clear, delete. And that was actually something that I learned years ago from one of my beautiful mentors, Terry. And so I want to just keep going through these different aspects of my life and really reworking, you know, who I am at the core and not what I was told I could be or what the potential limits and barriers would be. And, you know, the max amount that I could make or whatever that would look like, because that's all BS that's been told by somebody who's been told by somebody who's been told by somebody who wrote it somewhere and it's probably outdated. And if it doesn't resonate with you, listen to that. That's your intuition guys. And I want you to always use this like natural calling towards how you can benefit yourself both personally and professionally. And I hope I've given you some like little tidbits here on what that can look like, but it really stems with you. So are you ready to actually do the Mel five, four, three, two, one jump and really break into what is holding you back? Do you have time now? Are you going to create time? What will that look like and what can you do? And not just on one level, look at personal and professional. So I always give rewards to myself at the end of the week. And like my Turkey Tuesday, I did a podcast lunch on a Monday. I did a Turkey Tuesday because I was like, I deserve this. I have time now and I am really, really grateful for how that went. And so for you listening, I just want to say a special thank you because I couldn't do it without you. And I'm always celebrating with a cup of coffee nearby. And I want to high five you on just letting you know that these episodes are strictly for you to get some value to hopefully make a difference. And if you found that, just know I'm celebrating over here because that means my work is done for today. Much love and see you soon. 
Hello. Okay. So we vibe with our tribe and I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest and I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very very honest, and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again, and have a great day.